This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, everyone. How is it going? Christoph Trapp here. First time switcher studios. So let me see if I can switch it over so you guys can see me. How's it going? Uh, Still getting used to this. Uh, What's kind of interesting, too, I can hear myself, which is very different from how I typically record the business storytelling podcast. So first time live on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Thankful to the LinkedIn crew for inviting me over to be um, in the uh, beta group to uh, live stream on LinkedIn. So hopefully people are watching. I can't actually figure out how I can see your comments while I'm live streaming because I'm in Switcher Studios. So that's an app on my iPhone uh, and my uh, my iPad. I do actually have a screenshot here I want to share with you quickly. So if you are listening on the live stream or the podcast version, um, so I see the um, I see the, the um, LinkedIn notification. So that seems to be working. So let's see if I can really quickly um, show you. Okay, so there you go. Split screen. How about that? Boom. Um, learning as we're going here, no pressure while we're live. So this is what uh, Switcher Studio looks like. Uh, So far, so good. Um, Still learning the ropes, obviously, as you might imagine. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's taking a little bit of time. But basically, I can show you different things. I can show you um, some screenshots. So that's what I'm planning on doing today. As we're going through, when do you decide to delete old content? Um, And that is an important topic because as we're moving through content creation and we're moving uh, through creating new content and updating old content, we want to think about that. Um, How do we decide what to delete, uh, update old content and those kind of things? So we'll talk about that. Um, Switcher Studios, it is um, working well, it appears, for just me talking to you. Uh, if you want to check that out for video live streams, and you can stream to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch. Uh, I think those are the main ones. And then your custom RTMP. Uh, if anybody knows what that means, let me know. But that's available, Trap 10 uh, for 10% off through June. Um, all right. Well, so let's talk about the topic at hand. And the topic really what I want to talk about today is... Uh, When you create content, when do you decide whether you want to create new content or whether you want to update existing content? And this is an interesting topic because when I grew up in journalism, what would happen is, you know, you always write new content. There was no discussion. There was no debate. There was nothing like that at all. Um, You know, you would write a new article, the end. Um, And that has changed in digital marketing. And the reason is, Um, or digital content marketing as well. And the reason is because when you have content, that um, is very similar. It's targeting the same keywords. It can actually um, work against each other. And that's a little bit of a problem because 
if you're writing an article, let's say about branded search. I just did that article and uh, we'll talk about that topic here as actually as the example for today is uh, branded content. And so if I already wrote about that, why do I need to write about that topic again? Like, you know, how many times um, can I write about that topic and actually make it worthwhile and rank for all those different terms? So I don't know if you can see the screenshot here. I, I got the split screen with myself and the website. Um, but if I have too many articles on branded search and they're all, um, uh, they're all being indexed, they all show up, uh, it could actually hurt my website's performance uh, because Google doesn't know which one to pick. So I might be much better off having one article when it comes to branded search, if I'm going after that keyword or whatever the, the keyword um, or topic is that I'm trying to go after. So what I do a lot of times when I um, start writing and when I come up with topics, um, my first, the first thing is I go to my website. So that's, this is an example of authenticstorytelling.net. You can also find it. I just signed up for a dot .online, ctrap.online, um, and you can find it there as well. It's an automatic um, uh, redirect. So once I have an editorial calendar set up and I come up with new topics, with new angles, with more information, whatever it might be, the first thing I do is, oh, well, before you go to the website, go to Ubersuggest, go to any of those keyword tools, and look, Moz, whatever you might use, uh, all very similar, different features, some of them um, different advantages, different disadvantages. But, um, you know, at the end, they all do very similar things. And look what people are searching for. Are they searching for the term that you're actually wanting to write about? Are they using that term? I'll give you an example. Uh, as we're live here, uh, the coronavirus pandemic is still happening. Everybody is still at home. In fact, you know, I had to tell everybody here at home, I'm going to go live if, uh, on, on LinkedIn and live on Periscope, recording the podcast at the same time. Um, I had to tell them because everybody's here. And that's kind of been the, the current normal, so to speak. But when you look for what are people searching for? Is it the coronavirus or is it uh, COVID-19? COVID-19, of course, is the official term. Um, that the government officials now use, uh, but but very few people search for that. And, you know, it's a very minimal amount. And then coronavirus is a lot bigger. And um, not that you're going to rank for coronavirus, honestly, if you're going to write about it. But same concept applies to other things. If nobody searches for the term that you're trying to go after, might not be the way to go. So let's talk about um, this topic right here. So I'm coming up with my editorial calendar. Um, once you have the keyword figured out, make sure you go to your website or whether it's a client website, your brand website, your own blog, doesn't honestly make any difference. Um, and search for that term. See what you've already written about. Um, so here in this example, when you look at um, branded search, uh, turns out I've already written about that. So the first topic actually is, why I can't audit your website uh, without talking to you. And that's always an interesting debate because sometimes I bring that up to, uh, you know, long-term leaders, let's put it that way. And they don't understand why can't you audit a website if, uh, if you're an expert. And of course, at the end of the day, you can always give some examples 
um, and some ideas that apply to most websites. But but you have to look at the numbers. You have to see what are we ranking for? How what's the funnel? How are people coming in? And then here's another article that popped up. Does social media help with SEO? Um, and you know at the end of the day, social media does actually um, help with SEO. So that article is about. Um, how your social media accounts show up at the top. So that is a new facet of branded search. So it has something to do with that topic. Um, Whether or not I want to delete the article um, or not, um, we have to dive into that a little bit further. And the next part here you can do in uh, Google Analytics, um, the WordPress stats, wherever you might be um, uh, checking out your metrics. Um, so what I do, this is um, the WordPress Jetpack um, backend where I look at the metrics and I go to, usually it shows me like the last seven days. And what I do is then I go to all time. And then since I'm on my iPad here in this example, I search for um, the headline. And then as you can see in a second here, as we're flipping through the uh, headlines show up. So the, this one particularly is not showing up at all. So what that means is that I should consider that article to be um, deleted and added to my new article. And so the way I do that is, as you saw at the numbers there, there's some articles, you know, they have hundred, hundreds of thousands of views. Um, and then, so the average um, view for a lot of articles is like 1,100. So not terrible, um, but once we get below 100 or so, um, whether that's all time or whether that's um, just like the last, um, you know, quarter or something like that, it's really worth considering just getting rid of that article because the the thing is, it's not ranking anyways. It's not drawing in traffic anyways. Now, if it's a brand new article, I would highly cons- I would highly recommend to give it a little bit of time. Um, so the latest numbers I saw, B2C content takes about two months to um, take off, to rank when it comes to SEO. Um, B2B content can take two years, roughly, um, to rank when it comes to SEO. So it can take time. That doesn't mean it has to take time, but it can take time. Um, so when it's a brand new article, let's say I just published it yesterday or like even earlier this year, um, I might not delete it. I might not um, use it as part of a new article. But when it's an article that's been around for five years and the article has like 90 views, it, it's a dot in the water. I mean, it's really um, at the end of the day, it's not performing. I can really get rid of that article and um, you know, use the content and reuse the content. And the other thing that it's interesting to me about that practice, um, when I look at some of my older contact, uh, content, um, it stings. I mean, I can say that to myself, my five-year younger uh, self content creator here. I am not a big fan of reading some of this old content, honestly, that I created. Uh, I don't like how I'm sometimes being snarky and it's not even necessary to be snarky. Uh, sometimes the, the tone is just kind of like, you know, why, what is it, why does that need to be in here? Um, sometimes it's not getting to the point. Sometimes my opinion changed, right? Or something else changed. And that's the other reason why this is a good strategy because when you take old content, uh, you can update it and you can 
um, make it current. Because when you blog about something, about social media strategy from five years ago, chances are uh, it probably needs to be updated um, anyway. So then what I do is I consider what's in the article, um, especially if it needs to be updated. Um, and then I consider what should I do with it. And the options really are that um, I take the old article and I just update that and write directly in there. Sometimes I do that um, when an article previously had a lot of views, if it's already ranking, um, I might do that. Um, sometimes what I found um, maybe a few years ago, my, my SEO research skills were not necessarily where I would have liked them to be. And I really didn't target the right phrase. I didn't target the right keyword. I didn't, um, you know, do the, do the right upfront work. And that's okay. It happens. Um, but that doesn't mean I have to be married to that um, article page. So what I do is I delete the old article, <coughs> copy and paste the content assets over the text, uh, if there's good images, whatever, into a new article. And a lot of times I make that part of the, the, the new article as a section. Now, what you can do in WordPress, um, you can go in here at the bottom if you use the Link2 plugin. Um, that's a great plugin that I would highly recommend. Um, and you can change, uh, you can redirect to the new article. Um, sometimes, honestly, if there's an article that had, you know, 20 views and none recently, sometimes I don't do that because whatever, like, who cares, honestly. Um, and there's probably some SEO reason why you probably want to do that. Um, but sometimes I forego that, um, that tactic. And then um, I update the new article. I add it in there. I update anything in that section that I think needs to be upgrade, updated. Um, and then I publish the article um, trying to hit that new audience and trying to uh, rank for that new term. And certainly, um, you know, it's not cheating, it's, 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 but it is a struggle to get your content to be updated and uh, up to date and, you know, especially drive that content performance culture. And that's, of course, you know, I'm going to try to do the split, split screen again here. Um, and, you know, that is something that I didn't have when I grew up as a journalist, you know, and now I wrote my third book, uh, just came out recently, Content Performance Culture. Uh, you can check that out, ctrap.online uh, forward slash book, ctrap forward slash um, book, ctrap.online forward slash book. I thought I had a lower third here. It's quite interesting. I'll be honest with you. I'm live streaming on Periscope. I'm recording with the intent of publishing this on the Business Storytelling Podcast, the audio version on all the different channels. And then I'm looking at the switcher um, dashboard here. And, you know, you have to kind of prepare ahead of time. So you probably saw earlier when we started, um, I actually used the um, Business Storytelling um you know, over over uh, logo, I guess, um, or art, for lack of a better term. And um, it takes a little bit of time to figure out how to do that and then also at the same time talk, right? So that's what's interesting about it. Um, so you, somebody has to do the... I'm, I'm basically playing producer and, um, and story and, uh, um, and talker and moderator at the same time. So right now, as I'm talking here, I'm looking for the book thing. So I have to scroll down and then I have to find 
um, the thing that allows me to do that. And then I push it over from preview to live. And then I add my lower third of my name. So as you might imagine, this is like taking multitasking to another level. But if you guys like it, I want to do more live streams on LinkedIn. I also want to do them with guests. Um, the last few times I tested that didn't work um, for one reason or another. Uh, I'm talking to the crew over at Switcher Studios to figure that out. Uh, but if people are watching, if people like them, uh, if people, you know, one of these days I should be able to figure out um, how to look at the comments. Um, I want to do them further. And the other thing that I use my live streams um, on Periscope and now LinkedIn and also my podcast for is I take this old content as well, the existing content, and I combine it again. Uh, so sometimes when I when I look for those articles um, and there is a topic that I haven't talked about, um, why not repurpose it as a podcast? And the, the other reason to think about doing podcasts when it comes to this strategy is podcasts are starting to ring. Podcasts are trying are starting to show up um, in search, um, and now Apple and others are starting to um, index even the voice audio. So it's not just your transcript. It's not just um, those kind of things. But now more and more things are getting indexed. So you know, five years ago it was only text. So that's why you have to do the um the the transcript and i still think there's a case to be made to do transcripts but now you can also um, rank because of the podcast channels Uh, i am working on an article um, about uh, what's the best app to listen to podcasts in and currently my favorite is google podcast so if you have any opinions on that uh send drop me a note c trap on twitter and happy to uh, include you in the article uh, or consider including you in the article. Um, But that's another thing. Um, What I haven't looked up is, or actually I have looked it up. Um, I have actually blogged about the topic before, but I haven't blogged about the topic of what's the best podcast app. I blogged about something very specific related to how to listen to uh, podcasts on Anchor. And that article, once again, I used that strategy that I shared with you earlier, um, you know, and I went in there and I said, how many people actually read that article? Is it ranking for anything? It turns out that particular article is not ranking for anything. It's uh, it's just kind of there. It exists, but it's not a home run. It's not even a single. And so I can delete it and I can make that part of the big article. And in that new article, I you know, I'll, I'll make it more in depth. I'll talk about my experience with Google Podcast, the Google Podcast app. I'm an Apple fanboy. It is available on Apple devices. So that's kind of cool um, that that is uh, the case. And I like it a lot. Uh, most recently, I listened, I used Spotify. Um, I like Spotify as well, but it updates. It's not updating as well. It doesn't push notifications to me. And I have notifications turned on. So, uh, you know, and then I've used Apple Podcasts, which I think is terrible. Most people use Apple Podcasts still. But that's formerly known as iTunes. But it's uh, the, the interface, it's clunky in my opinion. So um, if they would update that, make it less clunky, I would probably use it again. Um, and then there's others, Pocket Cast and Stitcher and, and Breaker and, and others. Um, so And then Anchor. You can actually listen to podcasts in Anchor, which is also where I produce my podcast. So what I'll do here today, I will take this live stream from Switcher Studios 
um, and I will extract the audio and then I'll upload that audio um, into the Anchor app. I'll probably put a little opening on it um, and then I, I push it um, through the Anchor app and it distributes to all these different channels um, automatically. I did recently submit the podcast to Pandora. I'm not sure I have enough listens to be approved yet, but I hope I will. Um, and uh, that was a manual process, super easy. If I get approved, I'll, uh, I'll share that with you, how I did that. My, my point is, I have already written about that topic. And when I grew up as a journalist, um, and when I'm brainstorming with the teams, this is a common thing, right? What, you, what people are doing is they say, hey, um, how about a story on the best podcast apps? And people say, oh, we already wrote about that. We wrote, already wrote about Anchor. And yes, we did. But we have to take that a step further. And that was a common thing, honestly, when I grew up in journalism. Because, you know, um, oh, we already, written, we already wrote about that. We already covered that topic. We already, it's old news, blah, blah, blah. But back then, it was not a content performance culture, right? So that's here on um, this way. Uh, you can see my book there, Content Performance Culture, uh, number one new release in the public relations category when it came out in January. Check it out if you want a signed copy in the United States, paypal.me forward slash ctrap forward slash one five. Happy to ship it even right now during the coronavirus um, social distancing at home um, era. So, but that wasn't a thing back then. We didn't think about, um, but did it perform? But did we go deep enough? Did we cover enough? What's a new angle? Well, now that did happen sometimes. What's a new angle on how we should cover the topic? Um, but today we have to do that. And and that is the biggest thing when it comes to content brainstorming, honestly, guys. And when you think about what do we want to delete? What do we want to keep? What do we want to update? Uh, what do we want to combine? Is It's collaboration at a new level. And, and, and teams have to collaborate. Teams have to push forward. Um, and they have to talk about it. And you can't make it work with content and marketing obstructionists. And what those people do is they just have meeting after meeting and it, 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 the intent is to slow things down. Now, the intent is not to figure it out. And sometimes you need more meetings, I get it. Um, but sometimes those people, the intent is to slow things down and go from there. So just something to think about. Um, how do you take that collabor collaboration level up to another um, up another notch? And, and it's really necessary, and it's really the only way that we can um, make sure we find those content nuggets that perform. And it's harder and harder. Everybody is creating content. Um, everybody is trying to stand out. Everybody is trying to get their brain in front of people. And, you know, that's one way to do it. Um, figure out what you already have. Figure out what you can update. Um, and then figure out... Um, how do you make it work and how do you drive that performance? So that's my soapbox for today on content, uh, updating existing content. A couple other thoughts on this new process today with the live stream. Um, very interesting. Um, I could hear myself and I know people who do, I actually turn it down. That's what I'm doing here if you're watching. Um, I can hear myself and I'm not a fan of it at all. And I know the people that do podcasts all the time, that go on the radio, they can hear themselves. Um, but I don't, I don't like it. So I turn it way down. I can still hear that something is coming through. 
Um, but I got to get used to that, I guess. I know that's um, that's good because you can hear yourself, but it's getting harder and harder to, to get content um, produced and out there. I mean, think about it. Now I'm doing a live stream. I'm being my own producer. I still have to talk. I'm amazed we get to 25 minutes, guys. Whew, 25 minutes. Uh, I'm my own producer. Uh, I missed a couple of graphics, uh, and now I have to turn this into a podcast. And then um, I'll turn it into, um, you know, uh, probably an article. So I haven't actually looked into that quite yet, um, but why not, right? So that's all I have for today. Um, If you left any comments on LinkedIn, I didn't see any come through on Twitter. I got that running on the phone here. Um, Forgive me. I don't know how to see them while I'm broadcasting. So I'll check that out in a minute. Um, If you listened on the podcast, so the Business Storytelling Podcast of course, uh, I'm see now. I'm trying to find the the thing here to to move that over, um, and then I have to delete my graphic. So, business storytelling podcast is available on all the different channels. Check it out. Um, but if you like the live stream, even better. Um, I'll be back. I'll try it again, and um, yeah, you know, be deliberate, be strategic with your content. If you already have old content, update it. If you already have content on a topic, consider updating it um, and replacing it either with a new article um, to give it a new shot at SEO, or if there's any hope, just update the old article and go from there. Um, That's it for today. I'm Christoph Trapp, your host um, of the Business Storytelling Podcast and this new LinkedIn live stream. Interesting experience. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And of course, also author of Content Performance Culture. Check that book out. And, you know, if we're not connected yet on other channels, feel free to connect with me there as well. Until next time, have a good night. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.